And we are live. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome to yet another edition of The Late Show. I am your host, Ugly Money Nietzsche. Oh, we're going to get into it. We got a hot show for y'all tonight. <clears throat> check, 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 check. <clears throat> Making sure y'all hearing me clearly. All right, y'all go ahead and get them likes up. <clears throat> y'all know how we do about this time. Get those likes up. Let me know where you're watching from. Drop them cities. Drop them states. Let us know who's in here. Drop those cities. Drop those states. Hit that like button, man. Let's get to it. Oh, man, I got a show. I got a show. I got a show today. Tonight, excuse me. Welcome. This is The Late Show, Ugly Money Podcast. I am your host, Ugly Money Nietzsche. This episode being brought to you by, yeah, Shoot Crazy, Wine and Spirits, Black-Owned Vodka, Whiskey, Wine. Goes down extremely smooth. When I drink, I drink Shoe Crazy. You can follow them at Shoe Crazy Wine or go to the website shoecrazywine.com. Also, if you want to get a discount on your personal bottle of Shoe Crazy, go to the affiliate link in the description and pick you up a bottle today. That's the drink, the official drink sponsor of the Ugly Money Podcast. That's what we're drinking on. Shouts out Shoe Crazy. <laughs> We're talking about baby mamas versus wives. Now, this is my thing. I don't fault anyone for whatever they do in their life. I just don't agree when people cry about how their life turned out after they make stupid decisions. Get my likes up, gentlemen. Oh, I'm cooking today. Oh, I'm cooking tonight. <clears throat> I don't agree. Hey, man, if you make the decisions to do whatever you is you want to do in your life, by all means, hey, that's your, that's your personalized business. But what you can't do let me get in focus right quick. I'm about to cook with some grease. Much better. But what you can't do is blame someone else for the decisions that you make as a grown woman. Now, I've had several debates with women about this subject. And when I mean several, I mean several. It's always a woman blaming a man for her lifestyle. It's always a woman blaming a man why she can't pay her rent or why she's masculine and things of that nature. Oh, he left me with these kids. He don't do this. But let's talk about the facts. Y'all get my likes up, man. Beta LA is in the building. Wetumpka, Alabama is in the building. Get my likes up. 
Oh, we're going to talk about it tonight. Shawnee, what's up, baby? I'm coming to Augusta next weekend. Well, next, next Thursday for my show. But it's always a woman that blames a man for everything that happens bad in her life. And this is my thing. How in the hell is it a man's fault when the women are the only ones that actually possess a choice? The moment that a man and a woman lay down and a man agrees to have sex with a woman and a woman agrees to allow the man to have sex with her, everything past that point is strictly a woman's decision. Get my likes up, gentlemen. Making sure my mic sound nice. Seems like it's clipping. So I never understood how was it his fault? How was it his fault? Are men making these women single mothers or are these women choosing to be those? Are men making women single mothers or are women choosing to be so? That's the question we have to ask. Because if a man has worn a condom, a man has offered you plan B money, a man has offered to pay for the A word, then he's done everything in his power to not make you a single mother. So if the woman chooses still to do so, isn't that her business? Isn't that her prerogative? Isn't that by her own? I know I'm gonna trigger the women on this one. I know y'all gonna be triggered. It's cool. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna fault y'all for getting triggered on this one. I'm not even gonna fault y'all. But wasn't that her choice? See, and I am no shape, form, or fashion advocating for deadbeat dads. No, I'm not. What I am saying is. I am holding women accountable for the decisions that they make that may sometimes be selfish decisions that may sometimes they only think about their own personal wants, egos, and needs. G. Marco, send a cash up. I'll add you to the live. Remember, all Super Chats will be read and discussed on this live. You got anything to say, make sure you sit it with a Super Chat and we'll get to it. Everybody in the chat, y'all can see, y'all can hear me good. Y'all can see me good. Right? Just making sure. Now, for some reason, I can't see the chat. Weird. Y'all can see me? Hold on. So, this is what I don't understand. If the man has told you, if the man has given, given you every way to prevent this from happening and the man has told you in good faith that he doesn't want this, why do you feel that he will be excited about this situation? Why do you feel that he will be supportive or extremely excited to be supportive of this situation? The man told you what he didn't want. He agreed to sex. 
He didn't agree to a lifetime attachment to a woman that he doesn't have any feelings for. You see what I'm saying? A lot of men just agree to sex. We didn't agree to spend the rest of our lives co-parenting with you. That is a decision that women make on their own. True indeed. It is their decision to make. Your body, your choice. Women love to say that. That if it is your body and if it is your choice, then why isn't it your financial responsibility? Why do you continue to go to the courthouse and get your baby daddy locked up when he told you that he didn't want the baby before you had it? When he told you when you got pregnant that he didn't want it? When he tried to give you money for an abortion? When he tried to give you money for a plan B? When he tried... You see what I'm saying? And so we get into this toxic situation where these relationships, Justin Winfield said, say sex is a woman's responsibility. Yes, because it's your body, your choice. I have never once heard a man turn down some new cat because he got to put a condom on. Oh, I can't hit that because oh, she trying to make me wear rubber. I ain't hitting that. I have never once in all of my years, heard a man turn down some new cat because he got to put a condom on. Hello? <laughs> so why, if it's your body, your choice, of the nature of the sex, the nature of the engagement, how y'all doing it, when y'all doing it, it's your body, your choice. Then why in the world that when something comes out of your body, it's now your body, his pocket, your body, his wallet, your body, his freedom. I'm gonna tell y'all a story. I got a best friend. My best friend, Sister Sandbox. Since we were 10 years old. My best friend was messing with this girl she was in college. We was young. And I remember this girl was one of those women that uh, uh, got around. She did a thing. She was living her hot girl summer life, right? Get my likes up, gentlemen. Hit that like button. Stop playing with me. There's a some reason I can't see this chat. I don't know what's going on. Can y'all comment in the chat? I don't know what's going on, gentlemen. This is weird. You know what, chat? I'm going to restart this live. No, I'm not. I see Facebook is working. So anyway. Yeah, for some reason, it's not pulling up, Kinega. I can't, nothing's coming in the chat. Okay, cool. Y'all hit that like button. Let's get it popping. Let's get it popping. Let's get it popping. Let's get it popping. I got you, Q. Thank you. So I got a best friend. He was dealing with this girl. This girl was for everybody. She ends up pregnant. My homeboy says, well, I ain't ready to be no daddy. I ain't got no job. I ain't got no crib. I ain't even got a car. 
She knew these things coming in. He says, I ain't ready to be no daddy. I can barely take care of myself. I never fake what's up. So, she tells him she doesn't care. She's going to have a baby anyway. Tough. Deal with it. Okay. Baby comes. Now, what you got to understand about my best friend in the world, he is a raging alcoholic. Always been one. Can't keep a job over a year. Never had his own crib. Never had his own car. I'm not commending that. My best friend got some issues that need fixing, for sure. But she knew that coming in. She knew that screwing him. She knew that getting pregnant by him. And she knew that having his child, that this dude didn't have it together. What up, Diesel? So if you know that this man doesn't have it together and you choose to have his child, what do you magically expect him to have it together all of a sudden overnight? The man told you he wasn't ready. You didn't believe him? Hmm? Uh-oh, let's talk about it now. If any ladies want to talk on the show, we can talk. What, you didn't believe him? So, every year, for the last 10 years, my best friend does six months in the free world and six months in jail for child support. Every year, he does six months in the free world and six months in jail. And it's the same vicious cycle. As soon as he gets out of jail, he tries to go clean himself up. He goes and gets a job. It's like, oh, he's going to get it together this time. His son then in turn comes to him to spend time with his father. His father says, I'm not going to work. I'm spending time with my son. He loses his job. He gets depressed again. He starts drinking. Rinse and repeat the same vicious cycle. Now, who is the victim? Who is the culprit? This woman has never gotten one child support payment from my boy. The dude can't even afford his own crib. He stays with his mom. He's 41 years old. The dude can't afford his own car. So, and every six months, he got to go to jail, so he's got to restart again. Y'all see where we're going with this? At what point in time do we say, well, if he doesn't have money, at least he has time to spend with his child. That never matters. The fact that he doesn't have the financial backing, the woman keeps him on child support and keeps getting him locked up. You dig? 
Lady J, I have DM'd you back. Can you please stop um spamming my damn DM with all that stuff? Please. Respect. I fuck with you, baby, but goodness gracious. I'm trying to get you to work for me, goddammit. If you got time to spam all that stuff, you need to spam my, my shit to everybody else. I, I replied to you by accident. But anyway. So, Diesel Fuel TV says he is a victim too. Damn right he is. But you're right. He should not be playing the role of the victim. At no point in time do I applaud or support my best friend's lifestyle. At no point in time. My best friend's a bum. Straight up. He a drunk. He is the town's drunk. Love him to death. If I wasn't at his house, he was at my house. We had the same upbringing. He fell by the wayside. He's the he's in it because of substance abuse. Understand that when this man is sober, he's a completely different person. When he's sober, he's a charming brother. When he's sober, he's a great conversationalist. When he's sober, he's an amazing person. But when he gets that alcohol in his system, he becomes a different animal. Now, why do they keep sending him to jail and not going to get him proper help? They shouldn't have sent that man to jail. They should send his ass to rehab. You feel what I'm saying? Exactly, Janelle. So my thing is this. If this man has told you that, hey, this isn't something I want, I'm not ready. And you sit there and ignore him. If you sit there and ignore him, and he's told you that he's not ready, and he doesn't want this, then who really is the victim? Because now you are having a child against this man's will. Women, can you imagine having a child against your will? You don't want to have a child and somebody makes you have one. Can you imagine the mental anguish of that? Can you imagine what your mentality is going to be? What your mental is going to be? What your energy is going to be? What your spirit's going to be? That someone made you have a child. You would call it inhumane. You would damn near call it great. That is what Men have to endure every day. Women force fatherhood on men and expect them to be Carl Winslow, Uncle Phil, the all-American black dad. When the man told you that he didn't want it, the man doesn't even know your middle name and you're ready to have his child. You don't know his favorite color, but you're ready to have his child. You never met his mom. You never met his dad, but you're ready to have his child. He's not worth marrying, but you're ready to bear his child. Do you see where this doesn't make sense? 
you see where you might be skipping some steps. You don't know your baby daddy's middle name, but you're ready to have his child. You're ready to start a family with a complete stranger. Hello? Oh, yeah, I don't like it when I get to cooking. Get my likes up, gentlemen. YouTube, get my likes up. Facebook, let me get a share in here. And you expect this complete stranger to get along with you, work with you, for life. Hmm. And you wonder why it doesn't work. And you wonder why it gets toxic. And you wonder why... There's baby mama drama. 50% of deadbeat dads are not deadbeat dads at all. 50% of deadbeat dads are brothers that are broke. It's not the fact that he doesn't want to be a father. It's the fact of the matter is that he can't afford to be a father by her standards. So what do you do? You lock him up. You lock men up for not being able to afford your ticket that was bestowed upon you by the government. You lock black men up because they can't bring in enough money to pay you for a child that they told you that they didn't want. Now, I'm not saying that men have no accountability in this matter. No, I'm not. Men, we have to watch where we place our seed. Our seed is precious. It's valuable. We should not disperse it without any kind of care. For true indeed. But condoms break and shit happens. And once again, the only thing that you and this man agreed to was having a night of sex. The only thing that you and this man agreed to together was to have sex. Then after that, Y'all women take over. After that, he has no say-so. After that, I don't even know why women ask us what we want to do. Y'all going to do whatever the hell y'all want to do anyway. If I, get, if, if, we, if I was to get you pregnant and you ask me what I want to do, I said, well, you know, I, do you feel that you're financially stable enough to bring a child in this world? Do you feel that you're mentally stable enough to be able to be a rock for this child? Do you feel like you're emotionally stable to be able to handle this situation? Because I don't think so. Woman gonna say, my baby gonna be all right regardless. We ain't asking you for shit. Yeah, right now. Yeah, until the baby gets here. And he can't afford it. And you find out the baby might suffer from seizures. And you're wondering why. But you don't know his father. Remember, you skipped that step of actually getting to know the man that you were having a baby by. You don't know his father. So you didn't know that they ran in his family. Or you didn't know sickle cell trait ran in his family. Or you didn't know these things. Yeah, until that joker start growing. Until food stamps can no longer feed him. Now, all of a sudden, you want him to be a father. No, 
you don't want him to be a father because you don't want to give him any kind of you don't want him to imprint on him you don't want to give him any of his life decisions you just want the father's money but oh five years ago you said oh me and my baby gonna be fine we ain't asking you for nothing right you see where this shit's a crock of shit It's financial grape. You can't say the word without the G in it. Financial grape. You are forcing a man to pay for something that he never wanted to buy. And if he can't, <laughs> if he cannot produce if he cannot afford to give you what your good friends at the government told you you take his freedom away first you take his first you suspend his license <laughs> then you take his freedom away do you see how diabolical that sounds on the other end now if I wore a condom and I and I sent you money for a plan B and I offered you money for an abortion and you still had the baby and now you're gonna hold on y'all you're gonna get the most money that you possibly can where you know you make it almost damn near, you make it un, wow. You make it undoable for a man to pay. You go and try to max him out and get as much as you can every month. Man. And when he can't do that, you get him locked up. So now you have taken the man's seed and you use it against him. Do you know how many black brothers are in jail? In the state of Georgia, hold on, y'all. Let's do the numbers. How many men are in jail for child support? If one considers the substantial cost of incarceration, it becomes very it becomes a very expensive option for enforcing child support orders. Nonetheless, according to one estimate. 50,000 people are incarcerated in U.S. prisons and jails for non-payment of child support. 50,000. 50,000 men. 
50,000 people. That's a Super Bowl stadium. Y'all women asked where all the good men at. They locked up for child support for kids that they said that they didn't want. You see where this is it's crazy? It's financial great. And women do it to men all the time. Now, accountability, accountability. <laughs> accountability. Because women are going to say this. All right, this is our accountability. You know the one thing is like we should take accountability for, ma'am? We shouldn't have nutted in you. So you take my freedom. Use my child as a weapon. Financially great me. Force me to change my lifestyle. Give up my dream. To go in and out of jail. Lose my license. Because I, I, because I shot your club up. But during the act, you were asking me to do just that. Give it to me, Dad. So because of the fact that I actually did what you told me to do in the heat of the, in the, heat of the night, you take my freedom. All facts, Mike. Ruins the man's whole life. Now, there's a flip side to this. Never faking. What you mean by two sides? Explain, please. I would love to hear it. Now, there's a flip side to this. So after you've ruined that man's life and you have him going in and out of jail, now what do you do? You publicly humiliate him by calling him a deadbeat. And every chance and opportunity you get to tell everyone how terrible of a father that this man is. But you leave out the part where you told him to nut in you. You leave out the part where you took the money that he gave you for a plan B pill and got your nails done. And you leave out the part where you took the money for his, that he gave you for an abortion and got some bundles. You leave that part out. You leave out the part that you forced a man to have a family with you and you didn't know his middle name. You didn't know his birthday. You didn't know what his favorite color was. You had never met his mother or his father. And y'all had no kind of actual feelings for each other. But yet you're supposed to be one big happy family. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Here we go. I knew it was coming. Melanin girl. If you, hold on. This is a young woman talking. Hold on. She said. If you know you're not in a position to have children financially or physically, why not consider strapping up? Men are not the only ones who make sacrifices while having children. True. Men are not the only ones that make sacrifices while having children. True. 
but men are the only ones that don't get a choice. Men are the only ones that don't get a choice to or not to have children. Choice. Your body, your choice. My body, my choice. No, there is no choice for me. See the difference? You're the only one that gets to make that decision. And then I, in turn, then I, in turn, am forced to support your decision that you made against my will. Do you see how crazy that is? That you made a decision that I didn't ask for and I told you that I didn't want to have. Hold on one second, y'all. Hold on one second. Hold on one second, y'all. I'm back. How is it not true? I never agreed to have a child with you. I agreed to smash. We agreed to smash. You agreed to have sex with me. At no point in time did you ever say Hold on, yeah. And I'm back. At no point in time did you ever say, hey, hold on. Hey, I'm just letting you know that if we have sex, I want to have a baby and I'm keeping it. Did you give me that choice then? So it wasn't my choice to ever have a child. Did you explain that to me before we had sex? No. You agreed for a good night. Uh oh. I do not even understand why women have children of men that they wouldn't marry. I don't understand it. If you if this man is not good enough to marry, then why is he good enough to to to, to carry his child? I don't understand that. Cuz I'm telling you if it was flipped it'd be different. There's no way in hell if I if men could get pregnant Niggas is not carrying a baby for a chick that they wouldn't marry. Do y'all understand that a child is the sweetest gift a woman can give a man? It is the golden ticket. It is the ultimate prize. 
and you just gave it to somebody that you don't even know his middle name. You just gave your golden ticket to a nigga that don't even know your real name. He call you by your Instagram name. And you expect this man, and you and this man, to be able to be non-confrontational and, 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 and have a very successful, non-toxic co-parenting situation. Are you stupid or are you dumb? Exactly, also. Why, women, why do you give your sweetest gift to someone that you are not even taken seriously? And then you shun other men because we don't want to deal with you if you have a lot of kids or you have a lot of baby daddies. Do you understand why they're like that? Because you're telling us that you make permanent decisions with temporary emotions. You're telling us that you didn't think these things through. And they say you only make a mistake once, but you made the same mistake three times with three different niggas. And you you ready to make it again. And I understand what women say. Oh, well, you know, I don't agree to abortion. I'm not doing that. That's against my morals. Okay. So it wasn't against your morals to have premarital raw sex. So it wasn't against your morals for you to get dick and let them shoot up the club. So it's not against your morals to be having sex with a guy you don't know his middle name. That's not against your morals. Oh. My bad, Authorline TV. I'm, I'm trying to find a way to turn them damn sound effects down. It was just loud as shit. I don't know how to turn them down. No, hold on. Loud. Off the line TV. Let me know. Let me know if this turns it down, okay? Hold on, I'm gonna try this one, y'all. Y'all let me know if it's lower. Did it go down? Right? So you're never supposed to make the same mistake twice, but you've made it twice. Thrice. Twice. I don't know what the fucking fourth is. <laughs> right? And then you judge us because we see that and we be like, ah, I don't know if I want to deal with that. A lot of the times these women don't even ask a man. They still out. Bro, they still out. Yeah, I'm just going to stop hitting the hole. I thought I turned. Hold on, try it now. I'm going to try it now, bro.
Hold on. You got it? You got it now? You got it? Okay. We good? We back? We back? We back? Oh, I just cooked something too, man. Yeah, yeah. Think less on. I just cut it back on. I was trying to get that sound effect down, but them sound effects loud as hell. I gotta work on this new board. I got I got, you know, yeah, I got a new streaming room, so um I'm just working out the kinks, brother. I appreciate y'all, y'all patience with me. Yeah, I've been trying to work out the kinks in this thing. I don't, I don't fucking know. <laughs> hey, man, I'm just a real nigga that be talking some shit. I ain't no goddamn technical podcast geek, nigga. <laughs> now, I was trying to get the sound effects to go down or whatever. Them shit's still loud as hell, huh? Hold on. Check, 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 check. Check, 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 check. Let's see if the sound, let me know if the sound, did my voice go down? Because I can't hear it through the speakers. Let me see. Hold on, y'all. I'm gonna do a sound check right quick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit the, the uh, sound effect. Check one two one two one two. Hell no, nah. I ain't pushing that button no more. I ain't pushing that button no more. <laughs> the button out of here. Hey, bro, turn me into the most cold-hearted nigga. Nah, brother, my 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 goal is not to turn you into a, a, a cold-hearted brother. My goal is to is to actually bring us together. What's crazy about it? It's to actually hold women accountable for the things that they do, and hold men accountable, and, and make men be the best versions of themselves, so we can get together and actually have families, so women can stop. Choosing to become baby mother, mothers over wives. We need more wives and less baby mamas. Marry before you carry. Women, it's what your grandma taught you. I'm not saying nothing that your grandma didn't tell you. A lot of women get triggered by the things that I say, and I'm like, bro, I'm only saying the same shit that your grandma told you when you was a little girl. Those are my talking points. My talking points are from your grandma. Marry before you carry. Everybody makes out better. You over here trying to run when you ain't learn how to crawl, bitch. Come on, man. Come on now. How about that? Get a ring first. So that child is not a burden to a man. It's a blessing. You guys over here using these children as burdens. These, these children are born as burdens to people. They should be considered blessings. It should be considered a gift. It should be considered honored. It should not be. A man shouldn't be terrified. A man shouldn't feel like he's under attack. It should be an enjoyable moment. Child keep jumping a goddamn gun. Marry before you carry. And stop forcing these men to be fathers against their will. Hmm. 
Smell me? Y'all get my likes up, gentlemen. Hit that like button. Facebook, hit that share button. We over here cooking. It's late night. This is the late show, ladies and gentlemen. All super chats will be read and discussed in full. All super chats, all super chats, all badges, and all stars will be read, be read in full. So if you got something to say, send it with a super chat, a badge, or a star, and I'll make sure I get it on. I appreciate you, Oach, over there on Kick, man. Shots out. We didn't have people tap in from Twitch. Hey, make sure y'all follow our Twitch page, too, man. Our Twitch page is uh, Ugly Money TV, just like uh, just like YouTube. Make sure y'all follow us on Twitch. I'm going to be doing some great things on Twitch. Some exclusive things from our Twitch page. Get into that streaming. Chaos Sniper says, it's hard, bro. Women don't want to be a wife. They want to be out in the streets. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, man, that's a... Uh... And, and I don't understand it. You're okay with being... You're okay with coming in from the... You want to be out in the streets. But you won't come in from the streets to be a wife. But you'll come in from the streets to be a baby mama. How broken is that system? How broken is that ideology? Check, check, check. I muted myself. Yo. Yeah. How broken is that mentality? I won't be his wife, but I have his kid. It's backwards thinking. That's backwards thinking. That's a sad mentality. And then you get mad at men, other men, that choose not to deal with you or not to take you serious because of your past. Because of your past decisions. You have the right to make whatever decision you want. Yeah, Melanin, all I'm telling women is to be wives instead of becoming baby mamas. I'm not saying nothing fucked up. Women take it like that. I'm not saying nothing messed up. I'm telling y'all to be a wife. Marry before you carry. Get the ring before you get the crib. Y'all act like I called y'all some hoes. And so, you know, it's just an ongoing toxic cycle. That's our Hollywood. What's up, my boy? It's an ongoing toxic cycle. Generation to generation to generation. Broken home after broken home after broken home. And they wonder why men have a problem with committing. Because you have made so many bad decisions in your past. I do not trust your judgment. You went and had a child with a stranger. You let a complete stranger shoot your club up. You carried his seed 
for nine months, pushed it out your cat, and had a child from a man that you don't know his middle name. You just call him Smoke from Instagram. And you expect me to come here and help you raise Smoke's child like he's mine, but I can't whoop his ass when he act up because he's not mine, and you call me an asshole if I don't want to deal with that. Oh. But I'm the asshole because I don't want to deal with that. I'm the asshole because I don't want to wife you. You don't make solid decisions, queen. You're doing a lot of permanent. You're making a lot of permanent decisions with temporary emotions. You temporarily like that guy. Next week, you're on to the next. But a baby lasts forever, or at least for the rest of your life. How does that make sense? Why would a man be worthy of you to have his child, which is the sweetest gift a woman can give a man, and he's not worth marrying? Something doesn't make sense. Why would you bear a child for a man that you would not marry? Something doesn't make sense. Because if it's flipped around and men were able to get pregnant like y'all women always like to say I wish I wish men could understand how to, if men were to flip it and we were able to get pregnant none of y'all bitches would be having our kids we ain't care we not sitting down for nine months for none of y'all hoes but that's the difference between thinking logically and thinking emotionally using temporary emotions to make permanent decisions if men could get pregnant it probably wouldn't be no abortions wouldn't be no need. Oh, hell no, nah, bitch. I ain't doing that. Uh-oh. Because y'all always like to reverse some shit. Man, I love black women. Man, sometimes they make some of the craziest goddamn decisions. I just don't understand where, where they get it from. King Savvy, we all have. But once again, we agreed to sex. She made the decision without our consent to make us fathers. Women, stop forcing these brothers to be fathers when they tell you they don't want that child. You can't expect a lot from him if he already told you that he wasn't ready for it. Because if someone tried to make you do something against your will, and you told them that you wasn't ready for it, you would be calling the police and pressing charges. Hello? If someone made you do something against your will, after you told them no, you would be calling the police and pressing charges. So stop making men be something and do things that they don't consent to do. Because unfortunately, we're so unprotected that we can't press no charges. Hello. Hello. It's a um Stacy, let me know if you want no, nah, I'm not. I'm cool on that. Marry before you carry it. If he is not worth marrying, why do you think that he would be worth 
having his child, if he's not worth marrying, then why would you combine your biological DNA and have a legacy with them? If he's just a fly-by fling overnight, then why would you extend this one-night stand for life? That shit don't make no sense. Because if it was the other way around and men are the ones getting pregnant, you hoes would never get a baby out of us. <laughs> oh, you hoes would never get a baby out of us. <clears throat> and then it's the aftermath. After the child gets here and she's struggling to pay bills and she's struggling to keep this whole situation afloat, and the baby daddy is not exactly excited about this whole situation that he was forced into, then here comes the masculine women that we speak about all the time. Here she comes. Oh, we ain't had nobody, so I had to be mommy and daddy. You're, you're excluding the part where you tried to make daddy become daddy when he just wanted to be your Tuesday night fuck. Don't leave that out. You had to be mommy and daddy because you didn't ask daddy or have daddy's consent of making him a daddy. Don't leave that out. You had to be mommy and daddy because you chose to be a baby mother before you chose to be a wife. Don't leave that part out. Stop telling half the story. Because if somebody made you do something against your will, you'll be pressing charges. But every day, women force men to be something and do something against their will, and they lock us up for it. It's 50,000 men in jail and prison right now for child support. And if we can't afford to be the daddy that you forced us to become, you're going to lock us up. And do you think any of these baby mothers have any damn sympathy for these niggas? Do they go tell the judge, oh, judge, let him go? I just want him to be there for my child so we can spend time with my son. Well, y'all say y'all want fucking fathers, but then you keep on getting them locked up, so how the hell can he be a father behind bars? You didn't want a father, you wanted a fucking check. And when that bitch bounced, so did he. To the county jail. Testing something. If you want, if you want two parents to be involved in your child's life, then involve those two parents in the choices of making that child. If you want two two parents to be involved in your child's upbringing, then make sure that two parents consent to having a child at all. But if you made that goddamn decision by yourself, don't bitch and complain when you're the you're raising it by yourself. You made that choice on your own. You didn't consult him at all. You didn't have his approval at all. But 
when it's time to pay for something, now you want to be a team. Bitch, you violated the contract when you got damn made, forced the nigga to be a dead. <laughs> Oh, man. Testy subject. Testy subject. Who want to call in? One of y'all ladies want to call in? Oh, come on in here, Miss Bonnet. Come on. You can come on. I ain't tripping. I do not mind. Randy Ralph said, been triggered since this voted. Hey, man. <laughs> I do not mind. I do not mind having a conversation. Exactly, Hennessy. Using that child as a weapon. Using that child as a weapon. How you doing, Queen? Huh? So check it out. My Instagram is about to cut me off in a minute. I'm about to get off. This this live and I'm about to come right back on and we're gonna have a conversation. All right, cool. So I'm 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 gonna log off and I'm gonna come right back on and we're gonna have us a conversation. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Hold on one second. Uh, YouTube. Hold on one second, YouTube. Bitch, I'm the biggest. And we're back. And we are back. All right, let's take this opportunity. Go ahead and get them likes up. Go ahead and hit that like button right now. Go ahead and hit that like button right now. Let's get it moving. Remember, all Super Chats will be read and discussed. Those Cash App and those Super Chats is what keeps this channel going, which keeps the lights on, so that keeps me talking that talk to y'all. You dig? Hold on one second, YouTube. Let's swap the batteries out. Hold on one second. I'm going to swap the batteries out. We've been cooking for a good little minute tonight. So, the topic of discussion for tonight is forcing men to be fathers. <sighs> topic of discussion is Women that force men to be fathers against their will. I got Miss Jackson on the line. 
Let me hook up a mic so we can hear her clearly. Ma'am, how you doing? Hello, I'm good and you. I'm blessed and highly favored. You can't really see me because it is dark. And like I said, I do have my bonnet on. I'm a hot ass mess right now. But anyway. So uh, what are your comments on this uh, topic that we uh, have going on tonight? So I do want to specify that I am 42. Um, because age range is makes a world of difference, for one. Um, I 100% agree with you. I, I, in my situation, I actually did not try to trap my son's father and make him a dad or anything like that. We both were, you know, doing the things that you do to make a baby. Amen. Um, he never once said to me, I don't want to have a child. I, you know, because if he said that, I would never want a child with someone who didn't want a, a child because it sucks. Um, right. But for me, when we did make that child, um, he didn't participate in the beginning, um, but he did come around when my son was around eight. Now he grew into it. The party, and I could have been one of those women because I did do it on my own. I was blessed to have a mother who helped me out a lot. But what's funny is she's one of those women who, you know, a lot of the decisions that I made to make sure that my son had a father, she was on. She was in my other ear saying, oh, you better than me. Oh, I can't believe you would do this, blah, blah. But it's like, I am better than you because my son now has a father where I did it. Amen. So when he did come around, because I did put him on child support in the beginning, um, he kept asking me to take him off of child support. And all I asked him to do was show me my actions that you want me to take you off for child support for more than just for financial reasons. Actually be consistent in my son's life. Yeah. And once he showed that and we decided to co-parent and my son lived um, with, you know, we ended up coming to a, an agreement where my son lived with him for two weeks and then with me two weeks. So we literally shared custody that had nothing to do with the courts. I took him off of child support because at that point, he and I both were raising our son. My okay. son doesn't even remember a time where his father wasn't there because you you made a comment about women, you know, speaking on how, oh, your daddy ain't this, blah, blah, this and that. First of all, as an adult and both parents, because men do it, women do it, you should never put a child in an adult situation. Facts. Period. That's an innocent person that had nothing to do with the bullshit that's going on with you because a lot of times females do petty shit because they still want the man, the man, excuse me. Men do petty shit because it's an ego type of thing. Send your comment or email. So I can't really 100% speak on it, but we all know that there's a lot of women that do those things. And for the, the comment that where they just said our son, it took a long time for me to change my narrative. Because Amen. it was my, my, my in the beginning. And he did make a comment to me because my mother was there and he wasn't. And I would, I, he was like, how are we going to raise our child when you keep going to her before you come to me? I said, Ooh, oh, wow. You know what you're right. And I had to change that. And my mother couldn't understand that. 
when I took him off of child support, my fr- I had so many friends say, girl, you stupid as hell. Okay. But my son had his mom and his dad at his graduation. We raised an amazing young man who's at Yale University right now playing football. Wow. Congratulations, Queen. Thank you, sir. That's amazing. Um, what what things happened for you to change that narrative? Because a lot of brothers are in a similar situation where you were in the first eight years of, of the uh, of the co-parenting situation. So what what things happened to, to for that narrative to change and for you to change over, you know, to a new leaf? He showed up. He consistently showed up. And that's all I ever wanted because in the beginning, I never asked that man for no money. I never said, okay, it's a check that I want. or It was never any of that. All I wanted him to do was show up for my baby. When my son was between like five, six, and seven, um, somewhere around in there, like that's when you really see like the amazing person that they are developing into. I mean, you see it at a younger age. Those are their and formative years, saw, though. Yeah. Yeah, and I just saw that, you know, like he was funny, intelligent, like he was just awesome. And I'm like, why do you not want to know this kid? Like, bruh, like you are missing out. Now, keep in mind, too, my son is one of now six. Okay. And he got four baby mom. Okay. <laughs> but I was, baby, and I'm baby mom number three now two of them were wives so i will say that all right but and it's not it's not taken away from him in any way he's my son is my only child and i'm saying this because he still pays child support for somebody else you know it's none of my business mm-hmm. my mother that that was another thing with her when she was upset you know with that because she was like well what about that i don't care about about them it's about me him and my child now to answer your question like i said he did consistent consistently show up and you know he was never just mine gotcha. but, you know when it's just you it's, and then as a mom period you know it's my baby my baby my of baby. course you know? until, until the baby but, do something wrong then it's come get your son <laughs> trust me I know I know some game now come get your son <laughs> I will say this. He does get his his work ethic. I'll, I'll give his dad mad credit because he gets a lot of, you know, great qualities, great, you know, uh, traits from his father. You know, I, I would never take that away from him. Um, but, you know, it's as they say, it's hard. You know, a woman can't raise a man to be a man. Facts. And I always knew that he needed balance. It's not. It's never designed for one person to raise a child. God designed it for both parents to be that. They need that balance. A woman teaches a man, excuse me, a boy how to treat a woman. Yes. And a man teaches a boy how to be a man. Come on. So it's like they need that hard roughness from the dad, but that softness from the mom. Like you can't just constantly pound and pound and pound and not get that softness and vice versa. So, you know. It's a balance. Absolutely. As, and our children need it. Our community needs more of leaving the petty bullshit, taking yourself out of it. There was so many times things were said 
actions were made. I could have been petty. I could have, like, so, he said something one day. I promise you, it took me and my mother everything in us not to say nothing. Wow. But I sacrificed in biting my tongue because me making petty comments is going to do what? Result in petty actions. Exactly. So it, it's pointless. You how, know, how, how, and, and I want to give my listeners some game. As men, what do we need to do or instill or embed to our baby mothers to get to that place of tranquility and co-parenting harmony? I will say this. I mean, I know you, you, you put that to your, to your male listeners. For me, one thing I never wanted my son's father to say is I can't stand my baby mama. I can't see my son because she blah, 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 blah. Like you half, of the, yeah, half the live is on here right now saying it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You will never say that about me. There was one day he did something. I was so heated. I stayed in the car. My mother got my son out of the car and took him to, my, to his father. I didn't want to look at him. I didn't want to say nothing to him. My son... Probably felt a little bit of the tension, but he never saw us act the fool. Amen. Amen. But I think that's a riveting story. I, I, first and foremost, I, I, I salute you and applaud you for your accountability of your part. Because, um, you know, that, that, that is the sign of healing. The fact that once you take accountability for your part in it, we can start to get Get, you know, grow. We can start to move Absolutely. past things and things of that nature. If, if everybody is claiming that they're perfect and no one's doing any wrong or taking any accountability, then we're never going to get anywhere because no one feels that they have anything to change. And that's why accountability, that's why men harp on accountability so much because we want change, we want growth, we want to move on and move forward. So uh, I salute you for that. Um, take me back to the decision of having the child. The decision after you find out that you're late and having the child. So he never said that he was against it or for it. He just was he just quiet or was it some was it something that you brought to him is what I'm basically asking. Like did you ask him what his thought process of it was? Let me go back even further than that. So <laughs> when I met him I made sure to ask him all the questions. Okay. You got a, you got a girlfriend, a baby mama, a wife, fiance. I even was like, shit, do you have a boyfriend? Like, bruh, be real with me. Be A100 with me from the beginning. Nah, I ain't got none of that. All right, cool. So we started out as friends. Long story short, we worked together. I ended up finding out at work that he had a whole wife and baby on the way. <laughs> Nigga shit. <laughs> So, no, here's what the the crazy fucked up part about it is. I found out in June about the wife and the baby on the way. The baby that was on the way was born in July. I found out I was pregnant in August. Oh, wow. Exactly. So, of course, at that, and I said that, I, I went there because it was terrifying. I and I didn't want to do to my child 
the same thing that was that that I went through. I didn't. I never wanted to put my son through what I went through with my father. I find I find it uh, I find it interesting that uh, him knowing that he had a wife and child at home, that he wouldn't have immediately tried to derail that project over there with you. So when I let him know, I think I was. I was pissed off, but I was more pissed off at myself um, when I told him. I was like, you know, like, bro, like, I mean, at the time, you know, I didn't really say bro like that, but I was like, what, what are we going to do? He was calm as hell. Mm. Like, I mean, there's nothing really that I can do, you know, but, you know, if you want to do it this way, we can do it. If you want to do it that way, we can do it. So for me, because I already knew that I was bringing a child into a fucked up situation, you know, my initial thought was to terminate. Um, but, you know, um, I thank God that I didn't because I have a Amen. beautiful blessing. Amen. Um, but that was, like I said, it was never an, an automatic okay, you need to terminate, you know, because at the time he was still denying that he was married, which was funny. <laughs> I swear to you. But, you know, and I will say this too, because there was a lot of shit that went on, you know, on my part. Yeah. Which like, I'm, I'm very much one because I'm not going to put all my business out there. I don't put up enough. Yes, ma'am. But um, when my son became of age, at a, and at a mature age, you know, because as he grew up and he was around his siblings, he came home one day and he was like, Mommy, somebody, you know, one of them called him a bastard. Oh, wow. I said, oh. Ooh. Old school and inside. we don't know where that came from. We know where that came from. Mm -hmm. And I let his father know. I said, you handle that or he will never go back. Because my son is not, not going to be singled out or made to feel any different. And I said that to say that when he got older, because obviously, you know, once you get older, you start thinking, wait a minute, the math ain't math. My older brother's eight months older than me. And then his other one's like, wait a minute. You know what I'm saying? So right. I told him, I said, when you are ready, I said, I'm not going to volunteer the information, but if you want to come to me and talk to me, I will tell you everything. And as a mom to a son, that was hard because eventually he did at 16. And I told him everything. Wow. And that was very hard to do. But it was necessary because I never want, I, don't, I didn't want him to have any secrets. I didn't want him to feel like, oh, you know, my mama didn't blah, blah. Or I didn't want nobody else to come to him and say anything that he didn't already know. And I also told him that, now this is my logic. If you speak to your father and ask him, his response, his reaction may be different. But that's his truth. This is my truth. Yeah, I um, I, I I love how the fact that y'all came around 
right? Y'all came around yeah. to it and grew into becoming, um, you know, viable co-parents. I can remember a similar situation with myself where, once again, you know, I was kind of more forced into it myself, right? Um, you know, I was very vocal. <laughs> very vocal. I'm 19 years old. I'm vocal. Hey, this ain't it. I don't want to go. No, please. 350. And uh, the particular young lady was not trying to hear it. She was not trying to hear it at all. Um, she didn't care what I thought. And she basically told me, hey, I'm having this baby, whether you with it, with, 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 whether you with me or not. And I remember the first couple of years, I almost resented the child mm. because it was something that I didn't want. And so it took me some time to get over the fact that this had happened, this is something that I didn't want to happen, that I mm -hmm. spoke against happening, but God damn it, she here. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I got back from uh, the war, I got back from Iraq and I came to see her, my daughter. Thank you for your service. Thank you, yes ma'am. I came back after a year, a year and a half in the service um, over at war and I came back to see my daughter. And I remember I hadn't seen her in over a year and a half. And when I pulled up to the playground that she was playing at, I remember she let off the biggest scream. She was like, oh, my God, daddy. <laughs> and she runs from the playground straight up to me as fast as she can. And she just jumps in my arms. And I'm like, oh, you know what, child? You're going to be all right. No matter what, no matter what happened. No matter what I'm going through, you you gonna be you gonna be straight. Mm -hmm. Because I realized that this child had the most pure, unadulterated, mm -hmm. unconditional love for me. And hadn't seen me in person, just seen me in pictures for the past year and a half. And um Hadn't seen me for the past year and a half and still worshiped the ground I walked on. And I remember I looked down at her and I was like, you know what? I got you for life. And so a lot of times men have to get, men have to get over the fact that this is real. Mm -hmm. This child is here against your will. But it's not the child's fault. Mm -mm. Now, to this day, that bitch can't get two words out of me. <laughs> to this day, right? To this day, um, she can't get a conversation out of me. It's not a disrespectful situation, but she can't get a conversation out of me because I don't feel the need. My child's 21 now, so I really don't feel the need to have a conversation with her. But um, but the child is actually the reason that I became a father. Mm -hmm. My daughter, 
is what inspired me to become the best father that I possibly could. And so every other child that I had after that, um, there was never any resentment there. Mm-hmm. There was never any, you know, situation where I felt like, oh, well, you know, um, you know, I, I, I just, hey, what, what, what would you like to do? You know, <laughs> what would you like to do? It, it, because at the end of the day, it's your decision. I really don't have a, a, a dog in this fight when it comes to that. You, you're going to have to make the final decision anyway. You can ask me my opinion, which most women don't. They're not going to ask you your opinion because because you got to understand if I'm t- if 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 you if a woman's asking a man his opinion on on what she should do, I'm going to think logical. Mm-hmm. Okay, baby, you don't have a car. <laughs> you live with your mom. How are you going to provide for a child? And women are going to get defensive automatically. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, my baby going to be all right. My mama already said that she was going to watch my baby. Yeah, that shit lasts for a year or two. Then mama getting tired of that shit. Then when they start talking back and doing all that stuff, like, hold on now. Come get your child. Exactly. Right? So, you know, the, and that's one of the main, that's one of the biggest lies that family tell the little girls is, oh, I'm going to help we you through this. There. Yeah, we gonna be there. Yeah, until they not. <laughs> uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so, um, so I always try to stay away from that conversation because, in actuality, it would have forced the woman to have some accountability of where she was at in life. So, of course, truth hurts sometimes. Yeah, and they don't want to hear that. And so, you know, as we all know that watch my platform, I really don't kind of have a filter when I say things. I just kind of say it exactly how it is. (laughs) And that's why people love you. That's why people gravitate towards you. Yeah, yeah. But it sucks in baby mamas. (laughs) It sucks with emotional baby mamas. Can I jump in real quick? Go ahead. And and say some shit that's probably going to shock some people. Go ahead. When I said the first comment I'm, I made previously when I jumped on here is I 100% agree with you in it being so fucked up when it comes to children, y'all have no rights. And None. Bullshit. None. To me, this is how I feel shit should happen. Now, if it's truly tr- like that you came out and stated, especially prior to there being any, you know, intercourse, any child uh, being conceived, any of that. If there was condoms being used um, and you're taking all the necessary precautions. You know, it's, it's, it's hard to actually police this, and this is why y'all don't have rights, because it's bullshit. But there should be some some type of situation where if that's the case, you should be able to automatically, just how a woman can put a, a man's name on a birth certificate without their damn uh, consent. Now, y'all don't have to sign it, but they can put the name on there. Back. You know, there should be a situation where, you know, you can be like, look, you go ahead and have this baby, but uh, as soon as it's born, I'm signing on my rights. Matter of fact, I'm going to do shit now. Or whatever. 
Yeah, someone, uh, I've, I've heard a couple of platforms call it financial abortion. <laughs> I mean, if you make this because, decision on your own with your own okay. ego and your own things in mind, mm -hmm. and it's strictly, it's on, it's on you. But unfortunately, that doesn't exist. I know, and, and it's, it's sad because there should be more people, meaning men and women, who understand. Because, like I said, I would never want to have a child with somebody that don't want a child with me. Because why would you do that? It sucked going through that whole situation. My pregnancy, all that shit by myself, it sucked. I, to this day, only have one child because Suck. I didn't want to do it. Nobody put a ring on it. And I didn't want to do it again. So, you know, that was my choice. You know, and... But I will also say to you regarding your you know, when you were speaking on your daughter. A woman, excuse me, a little girl, a man is a, is, is a little girl's first love, right? Right. Daddy, excuse me, let me, because that did not sound right. That sounded <laughs> real pedophilish. Let me no, I know what you're talking about. <clears throat> so a father is her first love. And the crazy part about it is whether he's there or not, that's still who she falls in love with as a woman. Mm. That's, I promise you, my father was not there. I saw this nigga like once a year. Maybe that, if that. You know, but the type of man that I'm attracted to mm. is charismatic like him, mm. hardworking like him, bald with a beard, tall, just like this nigga. Almost every dude, my son's father, is that wow so whether he's there or not that is who she's still going to gravitate towards so she had that love and that connection with you because it's by design mm. so when you're not there you're teaching her that yeah it's still this man but you're teaching her that abandonment is okay wow and that's why, you know, there's all that toxicity. And all. We, we all know the, the background and the reason and all that shit. We know. But, you know, and, and I'm, a, I'm a woman with daddy issues. I'll be the first to say it, you know. But I choose not to be petty. I'm not a woman that's going to do. Cause it, trust me, honey. When I tell you the shit that I went through with my son's father, it's a <laughs> lot of shit that I could have did, baby. Yes, ma'am. Baby. But it's not in my character. And it was pointless. Why? Mm. Like, why? You know, and because the at the end of the day, all that hurts is the child. Say it again? At the end of the day, all that hurts is the child. Exactly. I had a conversation with a woman um, a couple weeks ago. And, you know, we was talking about, you know, her son's father, not this, doing this and blah, blah. And I was like, well, and she said, I was like, well, what if he showed up now? I don't know how old her child was. And she was like, but for what? Like, this nigga ain't been here. Why he gonna be here now? But if he shows up now, why would you deny him? Bingo. Because, like I said, that's a you and a personal problem. Instead of understanding that your child is what's the most important. My son, I ended up letting him go live with his father 
his uh, when he was 13. Mm. He lived with him for a year. Um, and it was because of some circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I couldn't or wouldn't. He needed his daddy. Like that, that part. And I'm going to tell you, it, it took a single father conversations that I had with him that made me realize, you know what? As much as I love my baby, as much as I want to hold on to every part of that, I got to let him go. Yep. He needs that more than I need him to be here. And a lot of times with black women, it's very selfish. Yep. Because they want the the end all be all say all. They don't want to share that. They say they do, but they really don't. They don't. Because when I realized that I had to really start where before I could just make decisions and not really give, you know, consult nobody, it's a lot easier to do that. Because you ain't got to ask nobody, okay, should we do this? And then actually hear their opinion and actually consider it. Especially when it's just been you the whole time for a long time. And now you got to consider somebody else's opinion. So a lot of black women don't want to let that go. They don't want to, like you said, some of them don't want to give up the check. Mm. Some of them don't want to give up the power. And that's just being real. And for for, for the men, I will say a lot of them complain about women nowadays and, you know, the generation and this and that. If you want to see change in the way these females are show up for your daughter take her on dates show her what a real man is because if she knows what a real man is she ain't gonna be out here acting fool well mm. that's not always the case because some of them still act the fool but she has a better a better chance <laughs> thank you thank you and i appreciate women, you ma'am i really do for the women stop being petty let shit go put your child first like all that shit is it's bullshit because at the end of the day you like you said who's it hurting child ma'am i appreciate you i appreciate you for calling in man you can find me at ms underscore jackson underscore 81 i appreciate you queen dm me so i can follow you back Great words. I sure will. Thank you. Thank you, man. Bye, y'all. God bless. Um, Michael Graham say, I let my baby mama think she is the one who think of things on her own, but it's really my doing. <laughs> now, Melanie, you said something about sometimes a life isn't a choice or something like that. I think that you had said something. Oh my goodness, the battery's on dead again. Goodness gracious, Jenny. Hold on, y'all. Hold on one second, y'all.
deep conversation tonight. I ain't gonna count. I done got triggered a couple times. Because it's it's a it is a very sensitive, volatile conversation. Because it involves men's livelihood. It involves our freedom. It involves our legacy. It involves a lot of things that uh, It involves a lot of things that can make or break us in life. You know? And so it can be a very sensitive subject for men. Because on one hand, On one hand, they ask us for our opinion, or they don't ask us for our opinion, and we give it, and we give our input, and it becomes ignored. And then they call us baby, then they call us deadbeats after it. Our opinion gets ignored, and then they call us deadbeats after it. It's like we're damned if we do, damned if we don't. Pork says, haven't seen my daughter since she was seven. She's now 12. Yeah, these are horror stories that I hear every day, brother. These are horror stories that I hear every day. It should not cost a man to be a father. There should be no monetary gratuity taxed on for the man because you chose to have a child. If that man wants to show up for his child, physically being there, leading, molding that child, ladies, allow him to. He may not have money for the PlayStation 5. Some of us are struggling just to keep ourselves above water. He may not have the money to pay you $1,200 a month. Some of us are struggling just to get, make ends meet. But if that man has time and that man has a want to be in that child's life, don't rob the child of their father. You're not robbing the man. You're robbing the child. You are hurting the child. I understand you may not get along with him. I understand that it's a toxic situation. I understand that he made a hurt show hurt your feelings and broke your heart. But that ain't got nothing to do with that baby. I appreciate y'all for tuning in tonight. This has been an amazing show. I've had a great time with y'all. Uh, make sure you take a click. If y'all could do me a favor, even if you don't buy anything, just to let my sponsors know that we are here and we are supporting who supports us. Please go to the affiliate link in the description and click that link for Shoe Crazy Vodka. 
That is our official vodka sponsor. And we want to support them as much as possible. Even if you don't buy it, just click the link and type in UME for the promo code so they know that we're here. So they'll continue to support this platform and so we can keep on giving y'all this new content. So please do that when you get when I get off live. Please go to the affiliate link in my YouTube description and in my Facebook description. Click it and go to the promo code in the top right-hand corner and type in UME for Ugly Money Entertainment. Please type that in. I appreciate that. They see that. Whether you buy something or not, the fact that y'all are checking in lets them know that their contributions to this platform are valid. I appreciate y'all. Remember, the bigger the dream, the bigger the risk, the bigger the payoff. This has been a dope show tonight. This is the night show. This is the night show with your boy Ugly Money Nietzsche. I will see everybody tomorrow. Hold on. I will see everybody tomorrow for the content day. Appreciate that, Mike. Shay Bay, what's up? I will see everybody tomorrow for the content day. If you're in the Atlanta area, hey man, pull up at Ugly Money Studios at 7 o'clock. Come network with me. Let's have a drink. Let's talk. Let's meet. I'm a real person. You know what I'm saying? Come pull up on me. Tomorrow is free of charge. All you have to do is text pound sign media to 470-338-7139. That's 470-338-7139 to get your free tickets. You can bring people with you. It's a networking event. We're shooting content. We're shooting interviews. And you get to see Trigger Alert live for free tomorrow. So if you're in the Atlanta area, please pull up on me. It's going to be a dope experience. I appreciate y'all once again. Remember, the bigger the dream, the bigger the risk, the bigger the payoff. It's